We thank you once again for tuning in to the Lawrence Avenue Church of Christ Worship Resource Podcast for Sunday, May 16th. We pray that you and your families continue to be in good health and prepared to worship today. Here are today's updated announcements. Brother Alvin Bell's second surgery went very well. He will be recovering at home for a couple of weeks for rest and healing. The family is still requesting no phone calls or visits at this time, but cards are welcomed. Let's continue to keep Brother Alvin and his family in our prayers. Sister Joan Bass has returned home from her rehab, and she returned home on last Friday. We pray that she will continue to improve. Sister Rikaya Compton continues her recovery and rehab and continues to make good progress. She has been scheduled to come home on May the 27th. So let's continue to pray for Sister Rikaya and her family as they anticipate her return home. Church, let's continue to also pray for Brother Ellis and Pam Scruggs as Brother Ellis continues his heart transplant recovery. Now, even though the COVID-19 mandates are rescinding and more people are being vaccinated, the elders are asking that all members attending worship service at the church building continue to follow the basic COVID-19 requirements, which include continuing to wear your face mask, continue to social distance, and always be prepared with upon entrance to the building to get a temperature check. Your continued cooperation is greatly appreciated. Church, let's continue to pray for all of our sick, our shut-in, bereaved, elderly, and traveling members and their families, and let's continue to stay connected by making phone calls, sending cards, and text messages whenever we have an opportunity. Brother Kantz will continue his study from the Thessalonian letters today, and the lesson text will come from 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 1 through 12, and the title is, Paul Warns Against Apostasy. We hope that you will continue to tune in and study along with Brother Kantz anytime on the Lord's Day. You can contact Brother Kantz with any questions or comments via his email address at bill.cants at gmail.com. I hope you will continue to join us this Wednesday evening at 7.15 p.m. as we continue our midweek conference called Bible Study. As you know, we're studying from the first four chapters of the book of Malachi. Our overall study is entitled, Lord, I Need an Attitude Adjustment. This week, We'll conclude the chapter entitled, Be Careful What You Ask For, You Will Get It. Lord willing, we should begin another new chapter titled, This Is Going to Hurt, But It's Necessary, taken from Malachi chapter 3, verse 3. In this lesson, we will see that when sin is deeply embedded in the heart, the only way for God to remove it is to place us on the hot seat of suffering, hopefully making our hearts pliable enough for the sin to be removed without destroying us. 
I look forward to being with you again this Wednesday evening at 7.15 p.m. Lastly, we would like to congratulate and commend Brother Trenton Moore for his graduation achievement. As you know, he graduated this past Friday from Republic High School. Because of the challenges associated with the pandemic, I hope and pray that we will show our love and appreciation for Trenton by sending him a card or gift. As you know, many of our young people at Lawrence Avenue in the past were given the privilege to be honored and recognized during our graduation programs. And even though there may not be a formal program again this year, I do hope that we can individually and collectively give Brother Trenton the honor he deserves. Hats off to Brother Trenton for a job well done. This concludes our updated announcements. We will now begin today's worship service. Good morning, everyone. We welcome everyone here to our worship services here at the worship service here at the Church of Christ. It meets here at 904 Lawrence Avenue. It is good to see this number that are here with us this morning on this, this uh, Lord's Day. It's good to be inside expecting a storm later on today. So it's just good to be inside this morning. Uh, God has given us another time, another day, another opportunity to worship him in spirit and in truth. This is uh, Mother's Day, as, as noted on our calendar, uh, a day to recognize and appreciate our mothers. So uh, happy Mother's Day to all mothers uh, that are here. Uh, it's a good time to recognize all the work and labor and love that mothers give to their families. So happy Mother's Day to all mothers that are in the audience this morning and also those that are listening on our podcast we want to welcome you also. Uh, good to see you, Sister uh, Rhonda Bell. She, she was she's right here somewhere uh, with us this morning, uh, residing in Kentucky. Uh, good to see her this morning. Good to have uh, Sister Jackie and, and Clifford. Always good uh, to see both of them also. Others that may be visiting this morning, happy to have you also. And we just, again, welcome those back who have been out for a while. We welcome you back to services this day. It's just a blessing to be here, you all, to be able to worship together. It's a blessing. Our announcements, Brother Elvin Bell is, is home. Again, he's recovering from his first procedure and hoping uh, that the medication resolves his matter. He will have a, a doctor's appointment this week, uh, so let's keep him in our prayers, and also both of them, as also Sister Bell also, as she's caring for her Brother Alvin. And we have a card here. It says, a note to thank you for your thoughtfulness and to let you know it really meant a lot. Thanks for all of your prayers, your calls, and concerns. May God bless each of you. Please continue to pray for us as we are praying for you. Uh, love, Brother Alvin Bell. Thank you for that card. Also, we have a card, Lawrence Avenue. I just want to say thank you for the support and encouragement throughout my time at UT Chattanooga. Please continue to pray for me and my father endeavors. And that is from Brother Taylor. 
who graduated with his master's degree. Go on with yourself. That's a beautiful accomplishment and happy about that. And uh, he's always have included God in his endeavors. Uh, we commend you for that, brother. We commend you very much for that. God has blessed him. Other announcements, Sister Rachel Belafonte has moved to another unit in the same complex, and she's now in building zero, or apartment number 10. Our sympathy goes out to Sister Tara McLean and family on the passing of her aunt, Sister Ruby Jean Smith, who passed away Friday, May the 7th. Uh, she lives in North Carolina, and she is the sister of the late James Coleman. So I sympathize again to Tara and family and all. Let's continue to keep Sister Rakaya uh, in our prayers. It's noted again that she is, is doing, uh, she's improving and doing well, and God is with her. We want to continue to keep that whole family still in our prayers as she is still going through treatment. Let's keep them in prayer. <clears throat> good to see, uh, Spike, good to see you, Brother Corey, back there. I've been missing you. Uh, good to see you and, and Sister there with you. Uh, huh? Courtney, thank you. <laughs> Let's see the mass. See, it's the mass. It's the mass. It's the mass. Okay. It's the mass. Good to have both of you back. Always miss you. Again, we encourage all those that are listening to the podcast to continue to send in your offering. That is to P.O. Box 41648. Lawrence Avenue, Church of Christ, Nashville, Tennessee, 37204. And again, our weekly Bible studies on Lord's Day, our Bible class is conducted through the podcast, Brother Kent's, and on Wednesdays at 7.15 p.m. through the conference call with Brother William Carruthers. And we're hoping all continue to listen and take part. Sister Green is worshiping today with another congregation. Also, Sister uh, Brother White is also worshiping today in uh, Spring Hill. Always stays in that area doing weather, uh, in doing forecasted bad weather, sh uh, should say. Also, we have a card, and I mentioned uh, one that 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 has slipped up on us. That is the graduation uh, class of 2021, announcement of graduation of Trenton Matthew Moore. And it's hard for me to see him as a senior, uh, but he is a senior. He's been in the high school class since age 12, okay? <clears throat> so it's hard to see him as a senior, but commend Brother Trenton on this beautiful accomplishment. Uh, it will be, uh, he's graduating from the Republic uh, High School uh, and that is, is that correct? Republic High School, and his graduation is May the 14th, 2021 at 6 p.m. at Allen Arena. And I think the only invitation are those for the family. Uh, so I hear, don't have to try sneaking in. But anyway, for, to, to the uh, family, the invitations are there. So we commend you, uh, Brother Trenton. Uh, in a year when things are difficult and odd, you know, for, for the pandemic. It's good that uh, young people still are acknowledged uh, for their accomplishment during this time. So we commend you for that. You know, prayers, Brother Trenton, uh, a, a beautiful accomplishment. Encourage all still to, to uh, examine uh, 
taken uh, and contemplate and prayer for taking the vaccine. Uh, it is making a difference, people, in our communities and in our states. Uh, my family, Tara and I and Candace, had our last dose this last week, so we're fully uh, vaccinated. And just praying that others will also uh, think about it and strongly encourage to do so uh, because that is making the difference according to data in whether people can socialize or not. And we want to, as soon as possible, be back to full swing uh, like we used to be. And I know many people are hesitant to get in crowds because people are not vaccinated. So strongly consider that. And do know that things are being lifted in our communities, in our cities. Uh, keep your mask on, folks. Even though things are being lifted, still let's keep our mask on because you just, the virus is still alive. Okay, so I encourage you to use precautions and let's keep our mask on. Uh, also, if uh, you should be sitting in a seat that is marked with green tape uh, for our distance here, so you should be sitting on a seat that's marked green tape. You can look in front of you or behind you, but you should be sitting in a, in a seat pew that is marked with green tape for our social distancing here. I think that concludes our announcements. Our singing this morning, Brother Taylor, Brother Taylor Moore. Our scripture and prayer, Brother Timmy Jackson. Our sermon, Brother Robert McLean. Prayer for offering and Lord's Supper, uh, Brother Trenton Moore. And our closing prayer, Brother Micah Jackson. So again, we thank you for your time and attention. Let us now prepare for our morning service. All right, uh, good morning, everyone. Good morning. So I'll turn to page 391 for our first selection. Page 391. Let me live close to thee. 391. 391. Oh, fam, let's all sing. In the field I will well, sickles brave and true. In the fight for the right, I will dare and do. Spend my days in the praise of the journey. And let me live close to thee each day. And let me live close to thee. And take my hand, dear Lord, and guide me all along the rugged way. Oh, let me live close to thee. And let me walk in talk with thee, dear Lord, each day. Not the crown nor renown that the world might see. I will work, never shirk, blessed Lord, for thee. But to know where I go, that my soul is. And let me live close to thee each day. And let me live close to thee. And take my hand, dear Lord, and guide me all along the rugged way. Oh, let me live and close to thee. And let me walk and talk with thee, dear Lord, each day. Help me bear and to share some poor pilgrim's load. Be my friend to the end of the toilsome road. I will sing to my king in the souls of, and let me live close to thee each day. And let me live close to thee. And take my hand, dear Lord, and guide me all along the rugged way. Oh, let me live close to thee, and let me walk and talk with thee, dear Lord, each day. Page 720. 720. Scripture and prayer will follow page 720. 
Watch and pray. 720. All found, let's all sing. Watch and pray for the Lord is coming and coming in the clouds someday. And wash your robes in the cleansing fountain and watch your watch and pray. And watch and pray. Oh, watch and pray. For we know not the hour when the Lord shall come and watch and pray. Oh, watch and pray and be ready to enter the soul's bright home. He may come in the early morning and he may come at close of day and watch and pray in his promise trusting and watch your oh, watch and pray and watch and pray oh watch and pray for we know not the hour when the Lord shall come and watch and pray. Oh, watch and pray and be ready to enter the soul's bright home. So give heed to the Savior's warning and his blessed word obey and be prepared when he comes to meet him and watch your oh, watch and pray and watch and pray oh watch and pray for we know not the hour when the lord shall come and watch and pray oh watch and pray and be ready to enter the soul's bright home and when he comes to reward the faithful and what a glorious day twill be enjoy your ways those who have made ready and watch your watch and pray and watch and pray oh watch and pray for we know not the hour when the Lord shall come and watch and pray. Oh, watch and pray and be ready to enter the soul's bright home. Good morning, everybody. <clears throat> First, I'd like to say happy Mother's Day to the mothers out there. <clears throat> this morning, scripture is taken from 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 1 through 8. That's 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 1 through 8. I will be reading from the King James Version. And it reads, For yourselves, brethren, know our interest entrance in unto you that it was not in vain but even after that we had suffered before and was shamefully entreated as ye know at Philippi we were bold in our God to speak unto you the gospel of God with much contention for our exhortation was not of deceit nor of uncleanness nor in guile 
But as we were allowed of God to be put in trust with the gospel, even so we speak, not as pleasing men, but God was tried our hearts. For neither at any time used we flattering words, as ye know, nor a cloak of covetousness, God is witness. Nor of men sought, nor of men sought we glory, neither of you, nor yet of others, when we might have been burdensome as the apostles of Christ. But we were gentle among you, even as a nurse cherished her children. So being affectionately desirous of you, we were willing to have imparted unto you not, not the gospel of God only, but also of our own souls, because ye were dear unto us. May the Lord bless the reason doers of his word. Let us bow. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before your throne this morning, humbly bow before thee. Thanking thee, Lord, for allowing us to see another day. Thanking thee, Lord, for the mercy and the grace you have given each and every one of us that has woken up on this side of the grass, dear Heavenly Father. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to pray ask you to help us to be humble. Dear Heavenly Father, we pray, dear Heavenly Father, that you help us to be thankful for this day. We thank thee most of all for thy son, Jesus Christ. It is through him that we have our salvation, dear Heavenly Father. We pray, dear Heavenly Father, that you constantly remind us that um, we are your children and that we must carry on the banner of Christ and that we must do all that we can to save those who are around us and those who are in the world. We pray, dear Heavenly Father, that you give us the courage. We pray that you give us, dear Heavenly Father, the knowledge and the wisdom to be able to spread thy word, dear Heavenly Father, in a loving manner, especially in this world, dear Heavenly Father, which it seems to get more cruel. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to in prayer, ask you to please help us as Christians to be strong, Ask you to help us, dear Heavenly Father, to move as harmless as the dove, dear Heavenly Father, but as smart as the serpent. We come here and pray, ask you to help us, dear Heavenly Father, to be influential with those in our lives because we see, dear Heavenly Father, that love is missing in many, many places in this world. We come here and pray, dear Heavenly Father, ask you to help us to be the kind of people that, that those of the world can come to us for advice, come to us for comfort, come to us, dear Heavenly Father, when um, they have many things on their hearts and we can steer them to you, Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, now we come to you in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for the many mothers around this world. Dear Heavenly Father, we know they go through a great tribulation, Dear Heavenly Father, from the birth until many of us, Dear Heavenly Father, either um, laying them to rest or they may have to lay us to rest, Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you in prayer to help us to be more respectful of our mothers of this world. Dear Heavenly Father, we, as men of this world, we have not treated the women as we, have sh- as we should. We have not been the leaders that we should have been, dear Heavenly Father. We certainly have not been the caretakers of our children and the many things that you have entrusted with us as leaders. We come to your prayer, dear Heavenly Father, ask you to help us to please be more bold, be more humble, dear Heavenly Father, in being the men that you ask us to be so that we can protect our mothers, protect our children, lead them in a way that is pleasing in our sight, Lord. We come to your prayer, dear Heavenly Father, thank you especially for the mothers, Lord. We know that they care for the children, dear Heavenly Father, when, th- when times are hard. There are many mothers who have struggled, Lord, who have raised children, dear Heavenly Father, with very meager uh, uh, means, dear Heavenly Father, those who may not have had as much as others. But we know, dear Heavenly Father, that you have strengthened them because you see that the men and the many of the people today, dear Heavenly Father, are standing up because we had those mothers, Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to prayer ask you to watch over Sister Rikai. We thank you, dear Heavenly Father, for, for her progress. Dear Heavenly Father, we know, dear Heavenly Father, that um, you expect us to do a great job with her. And we thank the Heavenly Father for entrusting us, dear Heavenly Father, with this responsibility. Dear Heavenly Father, we pray that you lay on our heads, dear Heavenly Father, the, 
the um, the strength, then the Father, to to uh, do whatever we can, then the Father, to lead her, to be there for her, and not only her, then the Father, but many others who suffer, then the Father, many others who have been through many, many things. We pray for the sick, then the Father, we pray for those who are grieving. We pray that you help us to be strong as a family, then the Father, so we can come to one another's aid. We thank you, Lord, for the blessing you have given us, such as home, then the Father, and the clothing that we that we have and the food that we eat, then the Father. We thank you, then the Father, for our jobs. We thank you, Lord, for the many things that you give us to take care of ourselves. Then the Father, you have promised us these things and you have not failed in those. Then the Father, we come there in prayer, Lord, asking you to watch over the leaders of this nation and the leaders of the world. We pray, Lord, that you put on a heart, then the Father, to want to seek peace. We pray, then, the Father, that you help us with this engine of the world, Lord, to seek more towards humanity rather than of technology and of wealth. We come to in prayer, then, the Father, to ask you to help us as Christians, then, the Father, to be more influential, Lord, in how your word is spread, then, the Father, so that love can be the main thing that is on everyone's mind, then, the Father, rather than making a dollar. Then, Father, we come to in prayer. Thank you for, the, for allowing us to make it to worship this morning. We pray, then, Father, that the one who's about to bring us the message, that you allow him to stand up strong and give us the truth, Lord. We pray that you help us as listeners to be humble and accept the truth. We pray, then, Father, that you help us to also be appreciative of him. Then, Father, for we know that he have labored many, many a year, Lord, spreading your word and teaching your word. Then, Father, we thank you for Brother McLean. We thank you, then, Father, for the path that he has taken, then, Father, to give us your word. And for many years, Lord, we have sat from the youth up into our Older age, then the Father, our adulthood, we have still heard this man preach your word boldly, and he has not wavered in that moment, then the Father. We pray for his family, then the Father, we pray that you help heal their hearts, then the Father, from their grieving. We pray that you protect him, Lord. We pray that you watch over him and keep him safe, then the Father, and allow him to continue giving the word, then the Father, until you seek otherwise. Then the Father, these are men are the blessed, we ask in our son's name, amen. For our invitation song, let's all mark page 50. Let's mark page 50 for the invitation song. Page 50. Now let's all notice page 717. 717. All found? Let's all sing. I heard an old story how a savior came from glory and how he gave his life on Calvary and to save a wretch like me and I heard about his groaning of his precious blood atoning and then I repented of my sins and won the victory and no victory Jesus and my Savior forever and he sought me and bought me and with his redeeming blood and he loved me and I knew him and all my love is due him and he plunged me to victory beneath the cleansing flood I heard about his healing, of his cleansing power revealing, how he made the lame to walk again and caused the blind to see. 
And then I cried, dear Jesus, come and hear my broken spirit. I then obeyed his blessed commands and gained the victory. And no victory in Jesus and my Savior forever. And he sought me and bought me, and with his redeeming blood. And he loved me, and I knew him, and all my love is due him. And he plunged me to victory beneath the cleansing flood. I heard about a mansion. He's built for me in glory. And I heard about the streets of gold and beyond the crystal sea. About the angels singing and the old redemption story. And some sweet day I'll sing up there the song of victory. And no oh, victory in Jesus and my Savior forever. And he sought me and bought me and with his redeeming blood. And he loved me and I knew him and all my love is due him. And he plunged me to victory beneath the cleansing flood. And no oh, victory in Jesus, and my Savior forever. And he sought me and bought me, and with his redeeming blood. And he loved me, and I knew him, and all the It is so good to see each of you this morning. Wonderful audience. I know that we all are indeed grateful that God has blessed us, that we might have this opportunity to assemble ourselves together for the purpose of worshiping him in spirit and in truth. If you are visiting with us today we want you to know that we're certainly glad to have you hope you enjoy yourself while you're with us here at Lawrence Avenue and we're looking forward to seeing you again real soon number 50 will be our song of invitation this morning the song will be sung for the purpose of inviting you to Christ if you're here and not a member of the body of Christ, it's our prayer that at the time of the singing you would come and obey the gospel. The Bible teaches us we do that by hearing it, believing it, repenting of our sins, confessing his name, and then be baptized for the remission or forgiveness of our sins. Also, if you're here today and you're already a member of the body of Christ. But you've examined your life, and through your own examination, you realize you're not living the life that's pleasing to God. 
So I pray that you would come at the time of the singing and once again do as the Bible teaches us all to do. Confess your faults one to another that we might pray one for another. Now if you have your Bibles, and I hope you all do, we would like to look again at our scripture reading. And I would like to begin with Verse 4 of 1 Thessalonians chapter 2. Verse 4. But as we are allowed of God to be put in trust with the gospel, even so we speak, not as pleasing men, but God which trieth our hearts. For neither at any time use we flattering words, as ye know, nor a cloak of covetousness, God is witness, nor of men sought we glory, neither of you, nor yet of others. When we might have been burdensome as the apostles of Christ. But we were gentle among you, even as a nurse cherish her children. So being affectionately desirous of you, we were willing to have imparted unto you not the gospel of God only, but also our own souls because ye were dear unto us. For ye remember, brethren, our, love, our labor, I'm sorry, our labor and travail for laboring night and day because we would not be chargeable unto any of you. We preached unto you the gospel of God. Ye are witnesses, and God also, how holy and justly and unblameably we behaved ourselves among you that believe. As ye know how we exhorted and comforted and charged every one of you as a father does his children that ye would walk worthy of God who had called you unto his kingdom and glory. For this cause also thank we God without ceasing because when ye received the word of God which ye heard of us, ye received it not as the word of men, but as it is in truth, the word of God, which effectually worketh also in you that believe. Let's look back again at verse 4. 
For the Bible says, But as ye were allowed of God to be put in trust with the gospel, even so we speak, not as pleasing men, but God which trieth our hearts. Church, Christians that make up the church, I wonder how often we think about how blessed we are and also if we've obeyed the gospel from the heart we become children of God new creatures I wonder if we realize what we have been put in trust with. If we realize that we've been put in trust with the gospel, the greatest thing known to mankind to save man's soul. As we've read in verse 4, let us use for a thought attitudes of trust. Attitudes of trust. There is a responsibility connected with a trust. For instance, the doctor to whom we trust, we trust our lives to, he has a responsibility to us as patients. The president-elect to the office as a, has a responsibility to the electorate. The Christian entrusted with the gospel has an awesome responsibility to both God and man, as we find here in verse 4, as we might read again. But as we were allowed of God to be put in trust with the gospel, even so we speak, not as pleasing men, but God, which trieth our hearts. This responsibility is an awesome one. As we think about this responsibility, First of all, the fact the gospel is God's power. As we find in Romans 1 and verse 16, Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Well, it is the power of God under salvation 
to everyone that believed to the Jew first and also to the Greek. The power, this power can have a great impact on man as we find in Acts 17 and verse 6. The salvation of souls depends on the gospel. As we find in 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 22 through 25. Let's read that a little bit. Brother Ernest, if you don't mind, let's read for us. 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 22 through 25. Seeing you have purified your soul. Listen up. Seeing you have purified your souls. In obeying the truth through the how Spirit. How is the soul purified? In obeying the truth. In obeying the truth through the Spirit. Spirit. Unto unfringed love. Unto unfringed love of, of the, the brother. brother. See that you love one another. See that you love one another. With a pure heart fervently. With a pure heart fervently. Being born again. Being born again. Not of corruptible seed. Not of corruptible but seed. But of incorruptible. But incorruptible. By the word of God. By the word of God. Which liveth and abideth forever. Which liveth and abideth forever. For all grass is a... All flesh is as grass. For all flesh is grass. And all the glory of man as the flower of grass. And all the glory of man as the flower of the grass. The grass withereth. The grass withereth. And the flower thereof falleth away. The flower thereof falleth away. But the word of the Lord. But the word of God. Endureth forever. Endureth forever. And this is the word which by the gospel is preached unto you. Isn't this wonderful? Being born again. This is what the gospel makes available to all mankind when man accepts it. To appreciate this responsibility of the gospel trust, let us consider four important attitudes. Four. First of all, the attitude that we must have toward God, the author of the gospel. Notice here in verse 2 of chapter 2 of 1 Thessalonians, the Bible says, but even after we had offered or suffered, I'm sorry, before you, we were shamefully entreated. As ye know, at Philippi, we were bold in our God to speak unto you the gospel of God with much contention. The gospel is of God because the divine message originated with it. 
as we find in 1 Peter 4, 17. It is not a human message. As we find here in 1 Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 13, for this cause also thank we God without ceasing, because when ye when received the word of God which ye heard of us, ye received it not as the word of men, but as it is in truth, the word of God, which effectually worketh also in you that believe. It is God's gospel that we've been put in trust with. That is, if we've obeyed it from the heart, and like I said before, we've become new creatures. We've become members of God's family. We've been entrusted with this gospel. The next thing we want to look at is the kind of respect for the gospel we realize will keep one from deliberately perverting the gospel if we have the right respect for it. We find in Galatians 1, 6 through 10, there was some quickly removed from the gospel, the writer said, which is not another gospel, but some would pervert the gospel. Perverted gospel might please men, but we seek to please God. God's gospel. We know we must have the right attitude toward God. It will prompt one to, first of all, preach to please God. As we find in 1 Thessalonians 2 and 4. Preach to please God. Listen at him again. But we were allowed of God to be put in trust with the gospel. Even so we speak. Not as pleasing men, but God which trieth our hearts. It will cause one to preach or teach God's word with the right motive. As we find here also in 1 Thessalonians, the chapter is 2. Brother Ernest, you want to read there? Let's begin with chapter 4 through, I mean verse 4 through 6. 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, 4 through 6. You can read that. But as we were allowed of God to be put in trust with the gospel. But as we were allowed of God to be put in trust with the gospel. Even so we speak. 
Even so we speak. Not as pleasing men. Not as pleasing men. But God. But God. Which trieth our hearts. Which trieth our hearts. For neither at any time use we flattering words. Listen up, church. Neither at any time use we flattering words. As ye know. As you know. Nor a cloak of covetousness. Nor a cloak of covetousness. God is witness. God is witness. Nor of men thought we glory. Neither of you, nor yet of others, when we might have been burdensome uh -huh. as the apostles of Christ. But we were gentle among you, even as a nurse her children. Attitudes of trust. Preach, teach, God's word with the right motive. It was seek to seek God's approval above man's applause, as we find in First Thessalonians two and verse four. Second, attitude toward the gospel is God's message. Again, in verse 4, it causes us to declare it with boldness and not with apology. The power of God's word is sometimes nullified by weak Christians who are ashamed of the gospel and apologize to their neighbors for it. The apostles spoke God's word with boldness, as we find in Acts 4 and 31. Even when restricted from preaching it, they still spoke it with boldness. The gospel must be defended, as we find here in verse 2 of 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, as we might read again. <clears throat> but even after that we had suffered before and were shamefully entreated, as ye know, at Philippi, we were bold in our God to speak unto you the gospel of God with much Contention, attitudes of trust. Paul was set for the defense of the gospel. The gospel must be defended today because religious error is an enemy of the gospel. The faith-only attitude rejects the gospel's plan of salvation. Some people say all you have to do is believe. That's not what the gospel is all about. Oh, you have to believe, but there's more to it than that. Denominationalism rejects the concept of the one body. 
Think about all the religious denominations around today. But the Bible tells us that salvation is found only in one body. Ephesians 4 and verse 4. The gospel must be demonstrated by lives which are actually under the influence of the gospel. Christians are to walk worthy of God as we find here in 1 Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 12. Brother Ernest, you want to read that again? That ye walk worthy Listen of God. Listen up. Walk worthy of God. Of God. Who hath called you unto his kingdom and glory. Walk worthy of God. What about your attitude, Christian, toward the gospel? Do you realize what you've been blessed with? And do you live each day of your life when you are around others the way God would have you to live? Walking worthy of God. The gospel demonstrated will have an influence for good on unbelievers. Do you realize that, church? Attitudes toward this gospel. Third, attitude toward people. Reception of the gospel. Oh, I'm sorry, recipients of the gospel. Attitude toward people who are recipients of the gospel. Paul was gentle with these people. As we find in verse 7, as a nurse with a children, Paul urged Timothy to be gentle. Paul was sacrificial in spirit towards those to whom he preached. As we find here in verse 8, of this second Thessalonian letter. Brother Ernest, verse 8. So being affectionately desirous of you. Being, being affectionately desirous of you. We were willing to have imparted unto you not the gospel of God only. Not the gospel of God only. But also our own soul. Because we were dear our unto own us. soul. Isn't that wonderful? What about your attitude, Christian, around those who are fellow believers as you are? What about your attitude? People to whom Paul preached were precious, dear to Paul. He did not seek to exploit them as false teachers would, but he served men by preaching the gospel to them. 
Paul treated the Thessalonian Christians as a father would deal with his children, as we find here in verse 11. Paul sought to lead by example, verse 10. Number four, we said there were four attitudes. Number four, of those to whom the gospel is directed. First Thessalonians 2.13, what does the Bible say? For this cause also thank we God. For this ceasing. cause also thank we God. Without ceasing. Because when ye receive the word of God. When ye receive the word of God. Which ye heard of us. Which ye heard of us. Ye received it not as the words of men. Not as the word of men. But, but as it is in truth. The word of God. The word of God. Which effectually worketh also in you. That believe. The word must be received. The word must be received and obeyed. James 1 21 through 25. Let's go over there. James 1 21 through 25. Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness, and receive with meekness. And receive with meekness. The engrafted word. The engrafted word which, which is able to save your soul. Which is able to save your soul. But be ye doers of the word. Listen up now. It's more than just receiving it. Be ye. Doers of the word. Doers of the word and, and not, not what? Only. And not hearers only. Deceiving your own self. Deceiving your own self. For if any be a hearer of the word. Listen up. But any be, if any be a hearer of the word and, and, not a, and not a doer. And not a doer. He is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. He's like a man beholding his natural face in a glass. For he beholdeth himself. He beholdeth himself, or he and, sees himself. And goeth his way. And goes his way. And straightway forget what manner of man he was. And straightway forget what manner of man he was. But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty. But whoso looketh into the, the perfect, perfect law, law of, of liberty, liberty that is the New Testament. And continueth therein. And continueth therein. He being not a forgetful hero. He being not a forgetful hero. But a doer of the work. But a doer of the work. This man shall be blessed in his deeds. This man shall be blessed in his deeds. The Thessalonians had received the word and therefore had turned to serve. Those who receive the gospel are prepared for life now and eternity. As we get to our conclusion, 
Not everyone has the right attitude toward the gospel. Some do not obey the gospel because they do not understand that God is its author. Some do not obey the gospel because they have accepted a perverted form of the gospel. Not all preaching is gospel preaching. If men are saved, they must have God's power to save them. Therefore, they must hear, believe, and obey the gospel. This is our thought for today. I wonder, what is your attitude, Christian, once again, toward this wonderful thing that you have, the gospel? And I'm wondering if you're here today and have not obeyed the gospel. Don't you want to become a child of God? Don't you want to be saved? The only way to do that. You've heard the gospel. Jesus died for you. He died for all mankind. That if they accept the gospel, they might be saved. So if you're here today and if you haven't been saved, won't you come today? Come hearing, believing, repenting, and obeying the gospel. Be buried in this watery grave of baptism. Come forth from that watery grave. Forgiven of your sins. Come forth from that watery grave. To live a new life. A child of God. If you're here, child of God. What is your attitude toward this gospel? I pray that you will come while together we stand and sing. Have you been to Jesus for the cleansing power? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? And are you fully Trusting in his grace this hour, are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Will you come? And are you washed in the blood and in the soul-cleansing blood of the Lamb? And are your garments spotless, are they white as snow? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? And are you walking daily by the Savior's side? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? 
And do you rest each moment in the crucified? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? And are you washed in the blood? And in the soul-cleansing blood of the Lamb? And all your garments spotless, are they white as snow? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? And when the bridegroom coming, will your robes be white, pure and white in the blood of the Lamb? And will your soul be ready for the mansion's bright, and be washed in the blood of the Lamb? And are you washed in the blood, and in the soul-cleansing blood of the Lamb? And are your garments spotless, are they white as snow? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Lay aside the garments that are stained with sin, and be washed in the blood of the Lamb. And there's a fountain flowing for the soul unclean. Oh, be washed in the blood of the Lamb. And are you washed in the blood and in the soul-cleansing blood of the Lamb? And are your garments spotless, are they white as snow? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? And are you washed in the blood and in the soul-cleansing blood of the Lamb? And are your garments spotless, are they white as snow? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Let the church say amen. amen. A beautiful message Brother McClain delivered to us. Uh, attitudes of trust. He covered the gospel, didn't he? <clears throat> he covered the gospel from top to bottom. A very good message. Uh, well, it's a shame that that couldn't be on, on Wild World Web because there's, there's, there's so many uh, unbelieving people that don't know the truth. That's a beautiful message. Uh, beautiful message. We appreciate that message very much. There have been several that have come forth that have been touched this morning by the message. Uh, Brother Tim Jones has come forth. He's saying that he's asking for the prayers of the church for strength for himself and also for his wife, Darlene. Amen. Sister Haley McLean is acknowledging that she has sinned, asking for God's forgiveness. She's also asking for prayers for her family, uh, going through a lot, and uh, pray for peace of mind and patience. She's coming to the right place for the right people. <clears throat> for the right source, and that's God. Beautiful requests. Uh, uh, Sister Jackie Gordon uh, is asking for our prayers for her and her family also. Brother John Phillips is stating that he, he had three funerals this week. <clears throat> uh, three funerals, that's, that's a hard time. Uh, he is asking for our prayers. He says, thank for your prayers during the three funerals uh, that I had this week for his family. Uh, he's acknowledging that the prayer of the righteous availeth much, carries weight. So you are welcome in that, brother, and we are praying that you will continue to be strengthened even during these times of grief. 
And Brother White has acknowledged that he has sinned and asked for God's forgiveness, also asked for the prayers of the church. Glad to have you down, Brother White. Uh, announced this morning you wasn't coming down, I was told, but you made it here. Uh, glad you made it. Uh, we will honor your request, and you are in our prayers. Also, uh, Brother John has a, a guest. He's been coming with us, uh, Joe King. Raise your hand, Joe. We're Joe, okay? He's been with us now for over a month, visiting with us. Uh, he lost his brother yesterday. Uh, so I know that's uh, hardened for you, and you have our condolences, uh, Joe. That's, that's hard to lose a brother. Many of us are familiar with that. So you are in our prayers, uh, and may God strengthen your family. I don't think I overlooked anyone. <clears throat> Again, through Christ, we have hope and we have the opportunity to confess our faults one to another. Let us now go to God in prayer. Our Father God in heaven, we are just thankful, God, for this day and this opportunity, Father, that you have given us to be able to get up this morning and arise and to make it here in this building uh, to be able to worship you on this Lord's day. God, we're thankful for this day. We look forward to this day each and every week that we as Christians can, can have that fuel, Father, to deal with the elements around us, that we can have the chance to respect you and honor you as our God, uh, to worship you on this day. We are thankful, Father, for each and every day that we have. We know, God, that every day, Monday through Lord's day, is a day, Father, that we should continue to serve you, continue to be that example before you, and continue to acknowledge you as our God, and to carry out the mission that you've laid upon all of us to continue to teach thy word. Amen. We're thankful, Father, for Brother McLean, who stood before us this morning and who has shared the gospel with us this morning, God. We pray for him, for his family, God, that you will continue to watch over him and, and be with him, Father. He will continue to Spirit thy word and for his health and for his strength. Father, you know the many that have come forth this morning and asked for your forgiveness uh, for the many, God, that came forth and asked for prayers uh, for Brother Phillips, Brother White, uh, Sister Jackie, Sister Haley, and Brother Tim. God, the things that were on their hearts this morning, uh, asking for strength, physical strength and spiritual strength to go from day to day, asking for prayers for their family as they're going through hardships, Father. We are thankful that they're acknowledging you, Father, as a source of strength, and for, for us to continue to bear one another's burdens. We ask a prayer for those in bereavement, for Mr. Joe, who lost his father, who lost his brother. Uh, God, we know that it's you that give life, and it is you that take. And Father, we pray that, we, that he will continue to Think on the good things, Father, that, that came his way and that he shared with his brother and that, Father, you will strengthen their family. God is you that we turn to when our hearts are heavy. <clears throat> God is, is you that, uh, that when we have moments and times, Father, of hardship and sorrow, that we lean on you. And God, we pray that you will continue to watch over us in our moments and our endeavors to serve you, Father, may we realize and know that hardship and sorrow come to all of us. But God, you give hope and you give peace 
and with you as strength for all of us to overcome. God, continue to be with us, for we ask and thankful most of all, Father, for Christ, who is your Son and our Savior, who died for all of us. For we ask this prayer in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. I'm striving alone and to face temptation so tell me where could I go but to the Lord and where could I go oh where could I go and we're seeking a refuge for my soul. And I'm needing a friend and to save me in the end. Tell me where could I go but to the Lord. We definitely like to thank Brother McClain again for that message he brought to us this morning. Let's all turn to page 12 as we focus for the collection and the Lord's Supper. Page 12. Page 12. Seen the first verse. All found, let's all sing. At last did my Savior bleed and did my sovereign die and would he devote that sacred head for such a worm as I and at the cross at the cross where I first saw the light and the burdens of my heart and rolled away and it was there by faith I received my sight and now I am happy all the day. We now reach a portion of our service where we remember the death, the burial, and resurrection of our Lord, Savior Jesus Christ. We also focus on the collection. At this time, let's pray for the collection. Dearly Father, at this moment, we thank you for the collection that will be taken up. We pray that we'll be given in a way that is pleasing and unto you. We pray that, we pray that the the collection that will be uh, taken up will be used in a way that is pleasing and unto you. We thank you for the blessing and the ability to be able to produce and give back to you which is already yours. And most of all, God, we thank you for your son, Jesus Christ, who is your offering, who you sacrificed on the cross for our sins. We thank you for his sacrifice, for without his sacrifice, we wouldn't have that blessing of salvation Amen. and being able to uh, live in heaven peacefully, eternally with you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now as we focus on the death, the burial, and resurrection of our Lord, Savior, Jesus Christ, we read in Matthew chapter 26, verse 26 through 29 of Jesus Christ, the Last Supper. Starting at verse 26, it reads, And as they were eating, Jesus took bread and blessed it and break it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. And he took the cup, 
and gave thanks and gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of it, for this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. But I say unto you, I will not drink henceforth for this fruit of the vine until that day when I drink anew with you in my Father's kingdom. You may have a moment to open up your communion. Let's pray. Dearly Father, at this time, we thank you, God, again for your son, Jesus Christ. We thank you for his sacrifice. This moment, we thank you for his body and his blood that was on the cross, that was shed on the cross for the mission of sins. We pray that we will not take his life, his sacrifice, or just him in general uh, for granted. We pray that we will remember this. We thank you for this moment to just be able to remember him, his life, his actions, his words, everything that he did for us. And we pray that we just, we don't take this for granted. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may take of the bread. You may take the cup. In verse 30 reads, When they sung him, they went out into the Mount of Olives. This includes a portion of our service. It's all turn to page 780 as we close. Page 780. 780. It's all stand. Let us sing. And when with the Savior we enter the glory land, won't it be wonderful there? And ended the troubles and cares of the story. Won't it be wonderful there? And won't it be wonderful there? And having no burdens to bear, and joyously singing with heart bells all ringing. Won't it be wonderful there? And there where the temptings will never be sweeping. Won't it be wonderful there? And sure that forever the Lord will be keeping. Won't it be wonderful there? And won't it be wonderful there? And having no burdens to bear. And joyously singing with heart bells all ringing. Won't it be wonderful there? Let us pray. <clears throat> our Father in heaven, hallowed be our name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. How will it be thy name? How will it be thy son's name, Jesus Christ, who died on the cross for our right to the tree of life? Thank you for this day. Thank you for all the many wonderful, wonderful blessings you bestowed upon us. Thank you for our friends and our families. But especially thank you for our mothers whom we are celebrating on this special day. We are thankful for them every single day, whether through bl blood or bond. We are thankful for their nurturing, their care, and their love. We are thankful for all the mothers we have, the stepmothers, the mothers-in-law, the grandmothers, and the aunties, and every other mother figure out there. We we thank you for the many, I mean, we thank you for every day you bless us with, even if not every day is promised to us. Mm -hmm. We are 
thankful for that even through storms, whether figurative or literal, that we still are able to live and smile every day. And let us not forget to smile every single day, no matter what the time is. And even in this strange time, this strange time of darkness, we find time to celebrate for the furthering progression of our brothers and sisters. And until, until the next appointed time, let us all say amen. <laughs>